Hello and welcome back to No Game Schedule. We talk about sports even though when there are no games scheduled. This week, uh, the NFL playoffs. Before we get into that, Jim, not Jim, John. Yo. <laughs> before, <laughs> uh, uh, fourth, fourth guest joining us today. <laughs> Uh, Jim, that's uh, good. Yes, Caleb. What did you eat for dinner last night? What did I eat for dinner last night? Um, yeah. I had flatbread pizza. Oh, I would have thought I would have been crow after this Bengals game. Okay, all right. Uh, well, that's a well. Well, hang on. We have another addition to the show here. We talked about it before. I have myself a list of. Uh, hang on. Here we go. We got to find one here. Yeah, turn it up, turn it up, turn it up. <laughs> oh, the perfect, okay. the perfect segue buzzer. <laughs> so listen, uh, man, me and every other person who were watching that game were wrong. Not a single person thought the bagels were winning. So I don't know why I'm taking the blood force of the blame here. <laughs> so uh to recap, the Bengals won in OT 34 to 31. After the Chiefs won the real trophy of the coin flip, uh, Patrick Mahomes threw a reception and the game. Yeah, Trick Mahomes, as everyone's calling him now, uh, 259 yards, two touchdowns, and his first interception in the uh, NFL playoffs happened in this game against Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow, Joe Burr, big bad Burrow, 446 yards, four TDs. Jamar Chase, by the way, 10 or not 10, 11 catches. 266 yards, three TDs. Yeah, uh, I think the biggest, and I think a stat you didn't list, that's something we should address first. The Bengals gave up one sack. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, think, <laughs> I think we might need to do one of two things, steroid check the Bengals' offensive line, or two, take off their helmets like some, like some Scooby-Doo villains and see who was actually that O-line. That was a major improvement. Yes. What do you think? It begs, it, it begs the question: Was the Titans' D line that good, <laughs> or was um, the Chiefs' D line that bad? <laughs> it's not going to get easier for the Bengals, that's for sure. Oh God, oh, no! Oh yeah, but it was an impressive game. Uh, Chiefs had their foot in the gas most of it, and they were up pretty considerable amount. And I was here watching, and I was thinking, well. Uh, you know, it looks like it might be wraps. And then Patrick Mahomes did the most unpatrick Mahomes thing possible through one interception, which he's never done in playoff history. And the Bengals kept scoring, and then they forced the OT. And I was like, oh, well, you know. And then the Chiefs won the coin flip. We know they, they usually went off the coin flips. And ah, Gatrick Mahomes, they, they shut up his TikToking brother. Yeah, I think that's the biggest. I was gonna say, I think that's the biggest success of this weekend is we don't got to hear from Jackson Mahomes for another nine months or his yes. wife, fiance. Oh. I think it is. I don't think they're married yet. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. It's his wife, basically. Yeah. yeah it's just a crazy. It was uh, uh, obviously. I know a lot of Chiefs fans are pretty upset. I would understand completely. Uh, as Bears fans, we've seen what it's like to get absolutely just one play can doink you in a uh, double – can one play can double doink you in a in a playoff situation. Um, like you said, first interception in the playoffs by Patrick Mahomes, that's obviously a very big play. But how the turntables, you know, you win the mm-hmm. coin flip and then you lose the game, which to mirror to the Bills game two, week, or two weeks ago, quite the opposite. So it's very interesting to see a lot. I think uh, I think Bills fans kind of got a little bit of a redemption arc there in that regard. Uh, it was kind of poetic, I, I'd say. Is there? Do you guys think there's such thing as a an AFC overtime uh, coin curse because the Chiefs uh, lost the coin toss in uh, 2018 against the Pats and they won the coin toss this time and they still lost? So do you think they just like can't win if, no matter what in overtime? No, no. I think the Bills just cursed the coin for this game in particular. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, <laughs> I just think the whole city of Buffalo may be cursed. I just think the whole. Well, uh, we were talking about it last week. I just think the coin toss overtime situation is kind of just whacking itself. Yes, so it's like hard to yeah. distinguish if it's. How can it be cursed if the original deal is already bad? 
Yeah. That's my perspective. Yeah, it was well, – uh, I don't know because it looked like they really took the gas off of this. Like, you, you guys were arguing about this. Yep. Someone said it was coasting, and someone said – so I don't know which which one ha- do you think happened. Do you think the defense coasted? Or do you think <laughs> – So this, this sparked – yeah, so this game sparked uh, <laughs> an argument between me and Matt the other day. We were my, we were saying a different thing, we, but meaning the same thing. Yeah, we, we yeah yeah both simultaneously we were both simultaneously saying something completely different and saying the same thing thing at the same time. My exact words in my defense was I think the Chiefs coasted in the second half. They started off really well, you know, it was thirteen to three in like or fourteen to three before the second quarter was even over with, and it seemed like well this is what everyone expected, and then you know. They kind of just let we talked about they had their foot on the gas and they just let off and they kind of just, you know, downplayed mm-hmm. it the rest of the, the game. I call that coasting. Matt disagreed. So uh, my original thing was they're not a second half team. I'm taking that back. They're a one half a game team because they it doesn't matter. So here's how I'm going to explain this. If they're good in the first half, they're going to be bad in the second half. If they're bad in the first half, they're going to be great in the second half. That's how I that's how I kind of view it. So they're not like, cause when we look back at the Texans chiefs game, yeah. when the chiefs came back, they were terrible in the first half and then second half, they were amazing. And that's just kind of the team. I think they are. I don't think they're a consistently fourth quarter team where, whereas somebody like the Bengals kind of like John, I'm not going to say the Bengals are bad or they're a one half team. They just build up over time. That's mm-hmm. like, I think that is a very good consensus. And that's a that's a dangerous so. if you're a, if you're an opponent of the Bengals that's a dangerous team to play because you start getting comfortable with how they're playing and then they you know they they come out a little bit different in another quarter that's dangerous in my opinion that's definitely a coaching thing though I think that coaches can the coaches in the Bengals office can make um, adjustments to each team so that's that's good on the coaches and good on Joe Burrow too you know they he can make adjustments on the field so I think that's just a um, a seeing what's wrong and what's not working and changing that. So have you guys kept your eyes on the memes that came after this game? Because wow. Joe Shiesty. I made a few. Yeah. (laughs) Joe Shiesty. Joe Shiesty. Big brr. Like he it was what he did though was it was a pretty good performance by him. It was show a character for sure. What he said mm-hmm. something that I thought was just amazing. He said, "You know, we might as well win while we're here." I think that's a great attitude to have. Mm-hmm. Um, I just my biggest worry is I hope he doesn't fall off. I he's a phenomenal quarterback right now. I want him to, and he's not one hundred percent. My Joe Burrow is not the best quarterback in the NFL. He's not simple as that. No, he's he's not. But, but he, he could easily he, be. He could easily he could be. easily be. First, first quarterback. He has, so I, last week I said he was the third quarterback of all time to win his first two playoff appearances. He has to. It's coming up on. He has to be the first one of all time to win his first three, because that's incredible. I don't he know what the other two guys was originally, but yeah. One thing he I want to go ahead. He did uh, in what is it four weeks? What Dak Prescott hasn't been able to do in how many years? <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna give Dak Prescott. We're gonna hate on that guy till he wins a soup till he goes fifteen and zero. He's got to win a playoff like the game. The seventy two Dolphins. We're gonna just get him. Just win one. Win a playoff game. Yeah. What I, what I thought was most interesting, and I think this problem this was a big factor in this game. If you look at the Chiefs' rushing yards, and you look at what they've done all season, what they've done the last two years, Tariq Hill, zero rushing yards. He's a wide receiver. But go on. But they 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 throw they they use, still use him every once in a while, and mm-hmm. then even then, he only had seventy yards. If you want to if you want to say he's a receiver, mm-hmm. I mean Kelsey with ninety five, you know Hardman with fifty two, McKinnon thirty, Pringle sixteen, Edward Edwards Hilaire four. You can, I said this last week about about the Bills game. Okay, so the Bills knew who the ball was going to in that overtime, you know, it was going to Hill. It was going to Kelsey. The, the Bengals kind of shut those guys off. Mm-hmm. Mm. I just think 
don't know, I think the Bengals were just a team that we haven't seen all season. I think it was really fun to watch. And I just don't think the Chiefs came out in the second half, like you said. Yeah, I um, I think that one one of the things that struggle with when you have like a good couple of receivers like that, you we saw it in the Bills game. Like the Bill, what happened? The Chiefs guarded Stephon Diggs like he couldn't move, and then Davis had four touchdowns. So the thing that I think what the Bengals did is they put at least one man on everybody. They didn't care. If they put they played a lot of man to man, I think that's what you know, and that's hard to do against Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. Because well, it's hard to do against Hill any is team. fast. Well, yeah. Hill is fast, and mm-hmm. Kelsey is an animal in terms of receiving. So, I, it's it's a tough thing to do because you need a guy who can body out Kelsey and a guy who can keep up with Hill, which there's not many players in the league who can keep up with yeah. Hill. He has a forty so, yard. Uh, his dash time is four seconds twenty nine. Or point yeah, that's so he's that's crazy. So I think that in terms of defense, as long as you keep one guy in everything and try not to play zone against the Chiefs, you'll do fine. And I think that's what they're going to need to do again against the Rams defense because Cooper Cup's having a really good year, and they do have Odell. And now Odell isn't like an insanely good wide receiver. We can't leave him open either. He's not going to no. drop passes. Do you think that's uh you know you said he can't play zone against? the Chiefs, do you think that's credit to, you know, Andy Reid and his play calling, or that's just, uh, you know, the op- Chiefs offense overall, their decision-making on the field? What do you think that it's? it's I think it's a little soon? bit of both. Personally, I think it's more Patrick Mahomes, honestly, because when you when you play a zone defense, there are gaps. And Mahomes, if there's not a gap there, he will make one. Like, he he's insanely good at finding gaps and just getting the ball out and downfield. And, like, I mean, we saw in the Super Bowl when they played Tampa, there was plenty of times he threw a ball sideways and it was right, right to the receiver and the receiver and Hill didn't catch it. So I think that it's just, I think that it's coupled with Mahomes and Andy Reid's play calling. So. Uh, just to, just to recap uh, the Bengals, they beat Oakland who I had them losing to. They beat uh, the Titans who I think was, I think we started taking them more legitimately. And now to beat the Chiefs, who everyone had them stomping them, I think Vegas had pretty crazy odds on them. It was mm-hmm. it's gonna be interesting to see how Joe Burrow, who I don't think's lost in his college career, right? Um, as a starter, as a starter, no, he wasn't a starter for long because you gotta remember he was at. Oh, this is I I rem- I remembered this yesterday. I looked it up. So most people don't know Joe Burrow was at Ohio State for a little bit as a freshman. Oh, Ohio State's QB room when he was a freshman was insane. Yeah, like yeah. a lot who of those is, guys are in the who NFL. Who was above now. who? But here's the quiz question of the day: Who was above Joe Burrow at Ohio State? I don't even remember. It was it was a long time ago. I, Dustin no one Fields. knew who he was. Yeah, no one knew who Joe Burrow <laughs> yeah. was at that time. So, so but so he he's a professional quarterback at this point. And uh, talking about. Uh, you said Oakland again, by the way. It's Vegas. <laughs> uh, they're always going to be Oakland for me. I don't yeah. know. So talking about the Raiders, talking about the Titans, and now the Chiefs. Um, the Raiders, uh, no offense to Carr, not inherently great at anything. I think, but that's not saying they're bad. That's just saying that they, mm-hmm. you know, they're good at good at everything overall. Titans, they're good at hiring bad coaches. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Titans, really good defense. Chiefs, really good offense. And so now that the Bengals have beaten both of them, I think the Rams are a – don't – don't you were talking to me before the show, Matt. Don't put the Bengals out of this game. Don't do it. I'm not, I'm not putting them out of this game. But the Rams – I mean, the Rams are so interesting. Like, they're such a weird team. So, like, who – they played San Francisco, right? I, I think they dominated that game. Like, it was kind of close. But I just think that, like – they dominated that game. Like I do like, and I know how you feel about Matthew Stafford being a Bears fan. Matthew Stafford is insanely good. Like he's not like he's, he's better than Joe Burrow in my opinion. And the reason he's better, he's just, he just played for Detroit. He didn't lose Detroit lost. <laughs> like he, he is insanely good. And there's like a comparison online. I didn't feel like hunting it down, but uh, it's QB one and QB two. And one of them's Tom Brady. And one of them's, um, Matthew Stafford, Stafford had better stats than Tom Brady did. And it's just kind of like weird to look at because you, you think Matthew Stafford is on the Lions. He's a bad quarterback. Lions haven't done anything in 12 years. 
but then he goes to the Rams and they start winning. Like what my question is, would the Rams be where they at if they had Jared Goff? Of course not. Exactly. Speaking of the Rams, speaking of the Rams, just to recap, 2017 Rams, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, 232 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, QBR rating of 71. Uh, Matthew Stafford, 337 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, Segway. QBR of 61.9. Mm-hmm. So I just... hmm? Continue. I, I do not think that the Bengals will beat them. I think it'll be a good game. Every game that we have watched has been a great game. Like, been, can I just say, this has been an amazing playoffs. Nor, so granted, you know, we're Bears, we're, we're inherently Bears fans. So, you know, our team is not going to ever be in the Super Bowl or in the playoffs the rest, remaining hey, of our I lives. Have hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> I completely agree with you, Matt. I think this was, it's been incredibly fun to watch. Granted, not the wild card weekend. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. A lot of blowouts, games that you're like, oh, well, yeah, of course that was going to happen. But the divisional and now the championship games, incredible. And I, I completely mm-hmm. agree with you. That, I mean, mm-hmm. that's just that's exactly what we want. We want competitive. We Sports fans across, across all sports want two things. They want not the same teams in the playoffs every single year. And they want competitive fun to watch games and that's exactly mm-hmm. what the nfl has given us the Bengals mm-hmm. in the super bowl yeah i think that somebody pinch me now because i'm dreaming yeah i think after the the divisional if somebody would have told me that would have been Bengals and rams i would have thought they were crazy because first off i would have been like how does green bay lose to 49ers tampa losing to uh the rams i think that was kind of i think that game could have gone either way but how did the how does Green Bay lose to the 49ers? I would have been really confused. And Bills Chiefs, again, could have gone either way. But Titans losing to the Bengals. How does that go? And then, like, you you skip to the AFC. And it's like, how does that happen? Like, that is so weird. That's just crazy. And which is why I like football. But at the same time, like, it sucks because all it takes is one bad. All it takes is not one bad quarter, not one bad half. It takes one bad play. And you're so, out of the game. So you should. So funny you say that. So there's a play in the 49ers Rams game, and, and Caleb, I know you. I don't want me to cut you off here. I'll let you speak after this. There's a play in the Rams 49er games. I'm thinking. I'm thinking back, either end of the third quarter, start of the fourth, right? Matt Stafford, being the, in my personal opinion, the okay quarterback he is, just bombs one upfield, essentially the lighter term of a hail mary. And the the 49ers had three had three man coverage on uh, uh I think it was Acres at that point. I think that's who it was. Or no, mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. Cup. It was Cup. It was Cup. And Stafford underthrows him. Cup, who already had two guys on him. One of the free safety comes over from the 49ers and has the ball perfectly coming towards him. On the 30-yard line, like, he has it. It's like, this is oh, a I punt. This is a punt. And he and dropped like, it, yeah. <laughs> he drops it. He drops it. So you miss that play. The very next play, the Rams go – the Rams get, like, a 15-yard – get a 15-yard gain, and then uh, the 49ers get a personal foul on them. So then they get another 15 yards, and they're essentially at the same spot that that interception could have occurred. And you're talking about how games are one play. if the And then, you know, the Rams scored. The 49ers make that interception, the game's over with. Like the Rams win or the 49ers yeah. win. That's I think that's it's what you're saying play. about football. Yeah. Sorry. It's go one ahead. play. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Jaquiski Tart, I think, was the guy that dropped that ball, right? Mm-hmm. I, I know I was watching it live and all mm-hmm. my friends like went crazy watching it because we were we we're going on Twitter immediately being like, hey, this drop ball may have been the easiest interception. Cause it was like both hands in the chest, like everything was there. This was the this was a crazy drop, and then just it felt like everything started collapsing for the Niners. I think the last play of the game was interception, but Garoppolo, Galapagos, Garoppolo, Galapagos Islands, yep. Yeah, Garoppolo, Jimmy G, Jimmy G is getting tackled to the ground sideways, throws the ball like in a weird, weird kind of way, still gets it to his man, it hits the man straight in the chest or something, and bounces up gets picked off. And I don't think Jimmy G had the worst game. Granted, he didn't have a, a 
stellar game. He wasn't the player game for that team, in my opinion. But I agree. Yep. Like, I think Jimmy G is getting a lot of hate. And I think it's eminent that he moves out of the Bay Area soon. Okay. So we're going to talk about, you know, moving. Where do we think he goes? Hmm. Who is this? Who are, I don't, who are we saying who goes where? Jim, Jimmy, Jimmy G. I don't, I, think, I don't think he's going to go to he a be, championship quality team. Like, I don't you know. think he goes anywhere. In, I don't think he's a starter again. Yeah. Like, I don't think he – Like, Listen, I man, think he can start he, First of all, people teams. don't understand – people don't know this. Garoppolo has a Super Bowl has Super Bowl rings. Yeah, he, under he's Tom backup, Brady. Yeah, under Tom Brady. Yeah, like, dude, you will at the least are, got a ring under Tom. So Brady. you would you you know you would think you would think oh okay this guy was under Tom Brady he was in Brady's shadow he was doing all this learning from the who we will talk about later the greatest quarterback of all time you would think he inherited some of it and he's he's from he's from a Chicagoland area so much love mm-hmm. to the Southside fam. He's a White Sox fan. You already know I love him. But it's like, you are not a starter caliber quarterback. It's as simple as that. And that's why last week, that's why last week I said, and I, you know, you may disagree with me on the, what I said about the Rams, but I said the 49ers and the Rams don't have good offenses. And I really meant that when I was talking about the 49ers. Oh yeah. No, the 49ers offense is not that good. They have like good pieces. Debo Samuel's nice. And among other things, you know, obviously, um, I say Kelsey, not Kelsey, but obviously Kittle. tight end. Kittle, yeah. Kittle. Obviously, mm-hmm. Kittle's good. Um, but th- yeah, Jimmy G is not like a stellar quarterback. He no, he could start on the Texans, might I add. Could yeah, start on he the can Texans. go to the Browns. Like, I don't think he's not a starter somewhere. Like the Browns could yeah, take a risk. Someone on maybe someone Denver, could take him. like maybe Pittsburgh. I'm really, like, I'm really interested to see what happens with Baker Mayfield at the end of the season at coming coming here. He'll he's staying a Brown. He's he's staying a Brown. He'll be fine. Oh, yeah. I just think it's interesting. I don't think he's so there's a, the Super Bowl, so there's but. a play that happens before. Let me ask you about this. There's a play that happens before halftime where one of the defensive linemen from the Rams, Ramsey, I think it was, by the way, there's a dude on the Rams named Ramsey. That's pretty cool. Yeah. He, Robbie gold, the greatest playoff uh, field goal kicker in history. Never miss one. Mm-hmm. Make, makes a field goal. And then this dude immediately gets into his face and starts like, you know, pushing back on him before halftime. What are you trying? Are you trying to actually get in Robbie Gold's head at that point? Yeah, that's you, exactly you what think, you think. Yeah. You think you think you're the only person who's ever tried that before? We everyone knows Jalen Ramsey's a character. He was doing like crazy antics in Jacksonville when he mm-hmm. when there was a he was holding out for money. He came in a Brinks truck filled with money. We know he's a character. <laughs> If if he could do that for his team and possibly shake off Robbie Gold, still be it. I, you know, I like a little heated competition every once in a while. So my yeah. brother, my brother told me, uh, I, I, my my brother, and my sister in law came over to watch the game with, with me, and uh, my brother mentioned this, and I thought it was hilarious and just amplified my point. The the 49ers, the 49ers offense did not score a touchdown in six quarters during that game. <laughs> They went four quarters during the Packers, and then they went two in the game before that, whatever that was. Mm-hmm. That's a joke, man. That's a joke. You're, yeah, they're not. They're not a good team. Like, I, okay, they're they have great defense. I thought their defense was better than the Rams until the Rams, like, you know. You thought the, you thought the 49ers defense was better than the Rams defense. You thought the 49ers defense was better than the offense. No, better than the Rams defense because their defense is okay. their defense is really good. I can like, agree with that. Yeah. All right, so uh, we already start talking about it. Joe Burr and the Bengals, or Los Angeles Rams with the star-studded lineup of I'm not making Aaron another Donald, prediction, man. Aaron Donald, yeah. uh, Jalen Ramsey, Matthew Stafford, all all the friends that we like to talk about. Who do we think are gonna is gonna win the Super Bowl? Well, I think an important thing to talk about here is um, fan statistics. If you if you bring up a pie chart, people rooting for LA, it's not even everyone in LA because they're split between Chargers and Rams. So you have about half of the LA area, and then half. another pie chart. People, the Chargers have no people, fans. People rooting for the Bengals. Number one, Bengals fans. They just they get number one. Number two, Bills fans. Okay, <laughs> numero trace. People who don't like Jackson Mahomes on TikTok. <laughs> And then four, there's everyone. There's everyone else. Mm-hmm. That's the pie chart of people rooting for them right now. We yeah, talked about I, before the show. 
I don't, I, I, I didn't want who do I think is going to win and who I want to win are two different things. Mm-hmm. I didn't want the Rams in the play in the Super Bowl because I didn't agree with them having home field advantage. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I'm going to root for the Bengals because I want a t- I want the underdogs. I want a team who has been in the playoffs the entire the entirety of I've been alive, you know, to 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 win. But the NFL's given Joe Burrow confidence, and when Joe Burrow has confidence, he's dangerous. That's all. That's all. That's all I'll say. Because I don't want to make mm-hmm. a prediction and looks and get called out on next episode. <laughs> I I will make a prediction okay. and I will risk being called out. I would love if Joe Burrow could win. I would that would be awesome. No quarterback has ever won the Heisman, a national championship in college football, and then the Super Bowl. And he could possibly be the Super Bowl MVP if he wins too. That'd be awesome. But that Rams defense is so they're insanely good. They are, they're insanely good. You got Jalen Ramsey, you got Von Miller, you got um, Aaron Donald, and then they have another lineman who I'm spacing. And I, even if I saw his name, I couldn't even pronounce it probably. They're insanely good. Like their defense shut out the Bucks in the first, in like the first three quarters. The only reason that they fell apart in the fourth quarter is because fourth quarter Tom Brady is the greatest player ever. Like not not Tom Brady in itself is his greatest player, but when Tom Brady's down by more than twenty points in the fourth quarter, he just he's even better than he was. So I just I think the Rams are just there. I'm not gonna say they're gonna shut him out, but I do think the Rams are gonna win by at least a touchdown. They're gonna win by seven points in my opinion, but that remains to be seen. Again, Rams are gonna win in my opinion. I would love the Bengals won though. Uh, so how about yourself? How about yourself, Caleb? What do you think? I don't know because I've been tossing around with it all day. Like, as you said, the Rams defense is just a group of mercenaries, like, that looks like an all star team. Yeah, like, some of them are aging, like Von Miller, go figure, but like, mm-hmm. but still, that defense is so intimidating. And mm-hmm. I'm afraid, I don't know how, like, I don't know if the Bengals O line will handle that defense. Granted, they just handled. Uh, the Chiefs defense, which isn't anything amazing, but this, I don't know. This Rams defense is really making me question everything. But I've been doubting Joe Burrow all, all playoffs. I had him losing to three different teams of just about. Uh, I And Evan McPherson just has a special place in my heart being a kicker that yeah. I can just put the ball through the uprights. Am I going to make a prediction? <sighs> Screw it. I'm going to go for the Bengals. I'm going to say the okay. Bengals win by a by a field goal. By a field goal from Evan McPherson. By a field goal. Yeah, let's just say from uh, – yeah, he's going to make a field goal from the boardwalk maybe. I don't know. But he's going to make it from somewhere, and he's going to win the Bengals the game. And they're hopefully their first uh, Super Bowl, right? Have the, have the Bengals won the Super Bowl. That's a good question. Look that up. Uh, I think. Never, I think another. Yeah. I think another important note is uh, with Matthew Stafford as the Rams quarterback and Eminem doing the halftime show. This is the closest the Detroit Lions <laughs> will ever get to seeing the Super Bowl. I've seen that. Yes. Yeah. This is. It's about as close as they're gonna get. Um, also, personally, that's what I think. Personally, that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, this the Eminem Snoop Dogg concert. I didn't know that there was gonna be a football game for the pre and post game. Uh, I'm There's a football yeah. game. Yeah, there's a foot. I didn't know, dude. I didn't know. Super what? Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't know about that. Uh, <laughs> this may be the best halftime show they, they've had. Listen, one of, one of the, we talked about it last week. I got with the Bengals and the Chiefs, and we got complete. We said it was going to be a blowout, but this has the potential of being a, a really ugly game for the Bengals. It, I, I'll say that much. I do remember, uh, trying to think, but yeah, the Patriots, Falcons. Couple years ago, the Falcons just came out and just annihilated the Patriots, and then Tom Brady came back and won the game. It has the potential of being like that, except they don't have Tom Brady in the fourth quarter. Like this could be bad. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's, it's not going to be like a, oh man, they won by a touchdown or like oh it's going to be. It, it'll be one or two things. It'll be McPherson hits a field goal and the Bengals keep that lead by three for like five minutes, or like the half the Bengals players are going to have to retire after this game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, just so like you know, the Bengals, 
the Bengals have made it to two Super Bowls during the 80s, and they've both lost – or they lost it twice to the 49ers. So Oh, that would have been interesting. That would have been made really interesting. Yeah, but uh, so this is kind of the, a, This is kind of like a, the enemy of my enemy is my friend situation here for the Rams and the Bengals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Bengals are wearing black away jer- or black home jerseys in the Super Bowl as well. Fun fact. So I might root for them just for their jerseys. <laughs> Those jerseys are awesome. Yeah, but I don't know. Evan McPherson making a field goal from Rodeo Driver, the Staples Center, would be nice. The Staples but, Center, yeah. Or the Crypto.com. I think Crypto they Arena. Crypto Arena. God, yeah, no. I, I didn't like realize this. I looked it up the other day. The SoFi Stadium where the Rams play, it doesn't mm-hmm. actually have a roof. Do they need one? I mean, no, because it's, it's LA. Angeles. But like, I thought it was like, I personally thought it was like a retractable, retractable roof. Like, I think Atlanta has it or like it, you know, like a turtle shell comes together. No, they just straight up don't have one. I thought that was really interesting. I didn't know that. It's kind of cool. But like you said, LA doesn't need it. Yeah. yeah. LA. So uh, I, I think, think this... Huh? Go ahead, Caleb. Go ahead, Caleb. No, no, no. Continue. I was... So I think, John, you said earlier you were worried about the Super Bowl team having, you know, home field advantage. So if we just – every year we had the Super Bowl at Dallas, that would never happen. So I just want to put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well just have it in Detroit then too. Have a, have a, call it the have Detroit it Bowl. Call it the Dallas mm-hmm. Bowl. Oh, At this just... point, you might as well call it the Bear Bowl. Have it have it in Chicago. That's where or Houston. You can have as much hope as you want. Yeah. Put it in Cleveland every year. They're not making it anytime soon. You can put it. You can put it in Arizona too. The way they act. <laughs> the way they act towards the end of the season. Oh yeah, well, yeah. What a collapse! I don't, I don't I, want to I, talk th- about that. I think it. Listen, I think it's logistically possible to announce. You have two. They they take two weeks. You know, they do the AFC NFC. And it's two weeks in the Super Bowl. I think it's logistically possible. To, you can have a couple options, right? Mm-hmm. For you know that you're I, obviously it's built around the halftime show and you know police and you know security and things like that. I think it, if you just if a city works works hard, I think it's logistically possible to decide the Super Bowl location after the championship games. I I think it is. I, that I, that's interesting because I remember a couple of years ago I went to the Winter Classic where the Hawks played Boston at Notre Dame, mm-hmm. and they Notre Dame had a game the next day, and the Blackhawks fans and the boston fans ate all the food because they had games in two back-to-back so that was two back-to-back very Mm. high stakes games very watchable games but think about like the food you need the drinks the beer like secure again like you said security and then i guess you need all the stage things too it's it's and then i guess i know i know and and then yeah and then i guess like a when they announce it earlier like that area's economy gets fueled up for it so like the mm-hmm. area around LA has been like fixing up and things like that. So, you know, maybe it's just a thought, but I think it still could be done. I just don't like home field. Advantage. Yeah. If you have, if you pick three like teams that are close by, like let's say you want to do it at Arizona, lost the chargers or the Rams. All three of those teams are going to make it. Here's a good idea. Let's just have it at the Chargers stadium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what Rams don't have home field advantage. They're playing at the, or the chargers play. Oh yeah. Totally. <laughs> Because the Chargers have so many fans. Yeah. All right. I guess uh, that'll wrap it up for the playoff section. And now we'll get to uh, the single stories where we all go through around the table and talk about stories throughout the sports world. Uh, And I'll start with John. What do you have for us? 2016 first round draft flop. Ben Simmons has been reportedly fined roughly 19 million dollars so far by the 76ers Simmons has been voluntarily sitting out the entire season as he wants the Sixers to work out a trade negotiation for him Uh, the problem with this scenario is Ben Simmons is refusing to show other teams what he's capable of therefore lowering his career or his value in his career Simmons has only made five threes and has an average of 14.3 points a game 14.3 14.3 points a game is not bad, might I say. That's for that's a first decent. round draft pick. For a first round draft pick, that's bad. But like, just like in general, the way that the NBA works now, 14 points a Hang night. On, if, you, if you can get 14 points a night, that's pretty good, Hang in on. my opinion. Hang on. Hang on. I forgot to tell you. He was first, um, round, first overall as well. Ben Simmons' contract mm-hmm. is $177 million. 
Yeah, it's ridiculous. He is so, so bad. So before like, you he... say before you say fourteen point three, you are paying a five year a hundred and seventy seven million dollar contract for a dude who makes fourteen points a game. No. Okay. Again, Doc Rivers. Basketball is basketball's a little different though, like in terms of money, because like you can you they can afford so to much. pay yeah, you can afford to pay a little bit more for a guy who's not that good if he just adds something. Ben Simmons adds nothing. And I don't understand why he's holding out. Like and like I don't understand why he's holding out for one. I understand why the 76 don't just trade him. Trade him. I don't like, think it's I don't gonna... think it's I don't think it's a problem of the trade of the Sixers don't want to trade him. I think it's a problem of the other teams don't want him. Well, that too. Like it's probably a little bit somebody will take him. Somebody will take Ben Simmons. Yeah, I think I Some, think a desperate like, enough team will. Caleb. Yeah, like yeah. somebody who needs 14 points. Um so first of all, Ben Simmons, he always gets me upset because he's getting paid a lot of money for the what they wanted him to be. When they drafted him, he knew or they knew he didn't have a shot. They paid him all that money in hopes that he would develop a jump shot. Which is a, a, a reasonable a request. A, yeah, yeah, a reasonable thing to expect that a, a player of his caliber in the NBA could develop a shot. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, not, not be lights out Stephen Curry. He's not going to do that. But we're yeah. just – people were saying that just develop a shot or a decent mid-range so we can stretch out the, the court more. So he can get Embiid more time in the paint, but mm-hmm. the way he plays, the way Ben just goes in, he just needs to be in the paint at all times to go and. You yeah, know, I just... mean, he's six. He's six eleven. Yeah, he's I a said tall he makes, guy. He makes. I said he made. He's made five throughs in his career. Obviously, a six eleven player isn't sitting on the perimeter waiting for his opportunity to shoot. So I, I'm. I'm. Yes. I just said that for comparison standards. But even mm-hmm. at six eleven, dude, you should be able to. You're every shot isn't going to be a layup. You can't dunk every time. You're going to get pushed out of the paint eventually. You got to shoot. So, yeah, yes. I just I feel like, in my opinion, seventy like that is such a. Why do you have him on the team? I don't get it. You can trade him for a bag of balls. Like, just get rid of him. He doesn't want to be on the team. First off, he's taking up a lot of your cap. That's a lot of money he's taking up. It is and. He just, if he, I don't understand. I've never understood. Like, if someone doesn't want to be on the team, like, okay, I'm going to trade you. And like, I'm going to trade you to a crap team who give me a lot. Like, that's my philosophy. Like, I, if you don't want to play for me, I don't want you. Like, even no matter what the reason you're playing is, if you're playing for a paycheck, if you're playing because you love the city, because you're loyal, if you're playing for a reason and you want to be here, then sure, I'll take you. I don't care. I don't care what the re- I don't care if you're good or not. If yeah, you but Ben here, Simmons yeah, absolutely. hasn't shown he has a reason to play basketball right now. Yeah, yeah, I no, because he, he was smoking. He was smoking playoff or in the playoffs. He smoked the layup that could have sent Philly to the finals. <laughs> he, I just or, like rewatching that sometimes. Yeah, it, no, it's it's like a joke. Also, I do know I've been watching this very closely. I think one of the teams that were linked to him were the Portland Trailblazers. Mm-hmm. to get Dame help because I think Portland's been struggling this season. Mm-hmm. But on the interest in Ben Simmons is very low at this point. Just give him like, yeah, just like you said, a bag of balls and he, they might take him. Like, because he, it, no, it. it's just, it's yeah. so sad to watch a man of high potential just crumble like this and not work on a jump shot or like do anything to better himself or even help his team, you know, if he really wants to get out, just get on the court. Do what you need to do to yeah. get off if you really want to exit. But yeah. And you know what? He doesn't even have a bad jump shot. Like, his form is nice. Lonzo had a terrible form when he first came in the league, and now yeah. Lonzo's form is like – when I look at Lonzo's form now, I'm like, that's what a form should look like. Like, he worked on that jump shot. He looks yeah. amazing now. And if Lonzo could do it and he had a broken jump shot and Ben Simmons has a good one, he just doesn't shoot. Ben Simmons should just – like, just shoot the – just throw it up there. Make an attempt to look like you're doing something. It's just it's just crazy because what it was Ben Simmons, Lonzo Ball, Jason Tatum. Wow, which one's the odd one out? Which one is the odd one out? <laughs> Lonzo Ball's putting up points for the Bulls. Jason Tatum, he's doing great stuff in Boston. He's probably the face of that franchise, I'd for say. Sure. And then you have Ben Bum Simmons, who's not shooting, who's bricking layups, and who just has no value to Philadelphia so many years later after he got drafted mm-hmm. it makes me upset really yeah they did philadelphia is so delusional they, they like we're gonna get a first round and a first pick and like a, a first caliber pick for him i'm 
what <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're gonna get what yeah he's he's a point guard that plays like a center but not even good center at that point like he's just running he's just out there running (laughs) (laughs) dude no one even covers him no one even like like ben simmons on the court it's five before because no no one's playing against no no one's one's manning up no one's manning up ben have you guys seen the picture he's like at the logo or like he's 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 probably, the alex it, ovechkin of the nba he just sits no out one there covers him. no one yeah covers but ovechkin him. scores ovechkin okay scores. fair enough yeah fair enough. <laughs> but Matt, like, over to your story okay so first off i think i'm going to talk about the situation going on in manchester united with mason greenwood oh. a couple days ago he was arrested on charges uh this is very um what's the word i'm looking for serious this is very serious and very um i'm just like a, a warning of what trigger I'm warning bring up. What yeah like a trigger okay, warning trigger warning so yeah. right. um he was arrested on charges of rape and sexual assault and then he was released and arrested again on charges threatening that he's going to kill somebody and that was today he was released on bond um manchester united has hence said um he will not be allowed at training or matches which I feel like is a very reasonable thing. I think if they let him play, it'd be questioning their club. Integrity, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like, so it's, it sucks to see another player well, the, as good you, as Mason Greenwood is. If you let him play, if you let him play, you're, you're not, you're questioning the integrity of the fans. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you're if you're, fan, if you're yeah. if you're a fan of Manchester United and, and you know you go you want to cheer for your team, but you know this guy's done what he's done and he's playing, you know, like mm-hmm. you're you're putting your fans in a position no one wants to be in, and like you can't do that in sports. Yeah, yeah. it's and it's very different over in Europe when mm-hmm. something like this happens. They like like their only thing on their desk is this situation. Like that's it. Whereas like I'm not saying U.S. sports is bad, but sometimes, like, you got Deshaun Watson, um, Ben Roethlisberger, he had a charge against him. Even Patrick Kane did, which majority of the Ben Roethlisberger happened. Um, Patrick Kane was proven false in court. Uh, yeah, and, and then Deshaun, my man, and then my man, like, went on, like, a 29-game point streak. Right. <laughs> he, he, and he Kobe Bryant. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, there are still some – some situations, some, you know, then, moments you know, still you, coming out. The, and today. then you have the Raiders, you know, notoriously. Yeah. Like there's in U S sports, it's very different. And I just want to kind of like, look at that, like in U S sports, it's like, they don't push it away. It's one of their top priorities, but it's not their tie out priority in, in football, man. You like, they didn't shut everything down, but they were like, okay, we're going to focus on this. Let's get this dealt with Mason Greenwood is an amazing player. And it just sucks to see another player go down like that. Like, like, come on. As a Man United fan, I like obviously I woke up and I saw this story at like seven o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning. Uh, you probably Mason thought Greenwood, it was fake. Yeah, uh, Mason yeah. Greenwood. For people that aren't soccer savvy, he was like a young Derek Jeter. He was at the like the top club in England, Manchester United being the Yankees. He's a young player. He's only twenty years old. He was getting Ronaldo comparisons already. He was having a good season, but. I'm so upset because what he did was so heinous because people were posting pictures. There was leaked audio of what he did, basically forcing blank, 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 blank. And like, there's so much evidence out. I'm just like, Oh my gosh, he's 20 years old. And I like, he was one of my favorite players and he is a terrible human being. Mm -hmm. It it sucks to see a player. Cause like, like this happens all around sports. I mean, when you look at when Tom Brady cheated, he like everybody was like, "Why would you cheat?" It's like because when you're when you're at a point in your life where all you do is win, 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 and you don't get told no, and like you just constantly you're dominating, and then someone looks at you and it's like no, and they look at you and like disgust. You're just like you get angry. You're like I I've gotten everything else. Why can't I have that? And then you just like you go and get that no matter if it's illegal or not. Yeah. And. It just it sucks to see another player go down like that. Yeah. And I know I have I have some guys on the soccer team who were ta- talking about it, and they um they took him out of FIFA Ultimate Team, which yes. I mean, and Nike like said that they're not making any more content with him. They pulled all their their gear that he has from their store, 
like mm-hmm. this is a, like a serious thing because yeah. it's not debatable it's not like is this true or is this girl because sometimes we have athletes that put themselves in bad situations but it, they don't actually do the bad things so you're looking at this and you read the headline and you're like is this happening and then like three hours later it's like here's the audio and video and you're like oh my god like this happened yeah 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 and, and everyone here at no game schedule wishes the best for the victims and you know we hope the best possible scenario you know comes out mm-hmm. of that so caleb how about, how about we go over to you oh uh, that was really grim that was really really grim like i don't know so I can't even segue that. That's just that was I don't know. That and there's really no was, way. I mean, there's no way to. So what, there's just, no easy way to talk about. No, that. You, yeah. That, that's yeah. the one thing I can't make a joke about. It was just the whole thing, especially. But uh, cricket. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cricket. Uh, you know, uh, the Australian Big Bash League has just concluded uh, this week. The Perth Scorchers beat the Sydney Sydney Sixers by 79 runs to claim the trophy. This one ended the Sixers' chance of winning three trophies in a row and, uh, you know, denied them of the dynasty. Almost had a three-peat, but the Scorchers from Perth uh, stopped them. Englishman Laurie Evans won player of the match. And my question is, do you guys imagine a world where cricket can be somewhat successful to, like, to like the point of like the NHL in America, like so you guys I think are baseball the, guys. So. I th- and I was about to say, I think the problem is it's similarity to baseball. Um, yeah, that's why mm-hmm. I don't think it could be. I listen, I don't. I'm never gonna pretend I know anything about cricket, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what no, I do understand, not. what I do understand, is the fans are one of the most passionate around the sport than than comparative to any anything else. I understand mm-hmm. it's an incredibly popular sport in Australia, in India, uh, parts of the Middle East, and in other places I don't know of. I get that it's a big deal. Um, I don't. I would like it to see coming over to America because as a sports fan and as you know, as a co-founder of a sports talk podcast, I'd love to talk about more sports here in America. Mm-hmm. But I think baseball and the comparisons to it would just overcrowd it. And I don't think it mm-hmm. could be a thing here. It would have, to, I think, listen, baseball would have to get real boring and real like ugly for people to start switching to cricket here in America. I think one thing that also affects it is Americans here do not like very European things. And that is a very European thing. That is a, that's a other world kind of thing. And Americans are just like in our little bubble. So, I mean, even we, hockey isn't even that big here. Like yeah, it should like be. It, it should be. It's a fun game to watch. Speaking yeah. of which, side note, little sidebar. Um, North was Indiana right now, having kind of a blizzard. And there's a Blackhawks game tonight. They play Minnesota, 8.30. They're probably going to get whooped. And I was just looking at tickets. I was a little curious. Second row tickets are $96 right now. <laughs> and I was, I was like, oh, wow. Like, if there wasn't a blizzard going on, I would love to go. And part of the reason that they're $96 is because there's a blizzard. But regardless, sidebar note, sidebar ended. Um, no, they won't, it, it won't come over just because it's different. It's the same reason that soccer is not very popular over here. It's, it's viewed as a European thing. So it's not going to be popular over here. So we're talking about the 76ers and the Sydney Sixers. I thought that was a good comparison to make. So talking about new sports here in America, the grand return of the USFL, the United States Football League, is returning in spring of 2022. Don't roll your eyes at me, Matt. For those of you who are in the unknown, uh, and this is my interpretation of the story, uh, in the 80s, a bunch of businessmen with way too much money and way too much time on their hands uh, decided to create a football league with reverse seasons uh, than the NFL. Uh, the league lasted three seasons before we shut down. So, you know, and the NFL we're talking about now, they take place in the fall and the winter. The USFL takes place in the spring and the summer. Mm-hmm. So, well, now football fans can look no further because the UFL, USFL is returning. The teams include the Birmingham Stallions, the Pittsburgh Maulers, the New Jersey Generals, the Tampa Bay Bandits, the Houston Gamblers, and the Philadelphia Stars. Ooh, that See, Houston one's crossing the line. Yeah, yeah. Uh, should be a Vegas. Should be a Vegas name. I feel like yeah. it'd be more appropriate. Do you guys think? So, number one, I have two thoughts here. The XFL failed 
mostly due to COVID. The XFL kind of went down. It's trying to make its way to return. Okay. And so they're adding a new league. Do you, so first question, I'll go over with you. Do you think this is, this could be successful? Dead silence. Okay. Uh, Second question. <laughs> I, I was thinking it over. You said it's opposite to the normal football season. Yes. Yes. So there will never be, we're, there will not be crossover. Yeah. So we're post COVID. If it depends on how it's marketed. Mm-hmm. It's definitely dependent yeah. on how it's marketed. Uh, if it's, I mean, if there's a football gap where people are like, wow, I really don't watch football, but it's the middle of po- or off season. If there's enough people like that, it has a chance, a slight mm-hmm. chance, but it's so hard to get a lead going. Yeah. So and the so NFL summer, is just so dominating. Yeah. Yeah. So summer, summer is dominated by baseball. That's not a secret. Mm-hmm. Um, April, it goes from baseball goes from April to October, right? Some summer is baseball time. So let me ask you this. So the USFL, there's not a lot of like rule dip. It's essentially the same rules. And I'm pretty sure it is the same rules as the NFL. It's just different seasons. Could you guys see, we talk about European football. Could you guys see relegation happening where the best team in the USFL switches with the worst team in the NFL? No, no, no. I I'm love the idea of relegation, but here's here's the I idea. love could yeah see, I love the idea. Could you see the Detroit Lions playing in the USFL in 2023? <laughs> <laughs> that, I love so, the image of that, but uh, yeah, relegation co- loses owners so many so much money that American owners will never budge for relegation. And not only that, but when no matter like okay, like let's say there's two drafts, right? Let's say there's a USFL and an NFL. Mm-hmm. If you're good enough, like you're you're just no one's gonna go to the usfl unless like they get like i mean i don't look, know how to look I don't at know the how to xfl player the xfl players were like ex-cons like dudes yeah. haven't played like like uh the seattle like like serpents or whatever the seattle's usf or xfl team was like their quarterback was like like some like 37 year old like accountant dad who mm-hmm. like just stumbled on a walk-ons one day and it's just I don't think that relegation will work. I'm excited for it. It's, because, it's new. It's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think that relegation will work, though, because in Europe, in terms of soccer, because this is probably the most comparable thing, it releg- it's so weird because the clubs that are up there at the top, like if, man, you ever got relegated, it'd take them one season, in my opinion. Like, I don't, like they have so much money. It, and that's what, that's what I think the difference is, is money. And, like, there, there's, there's two Seattle teams, right? There's... Like and let theoretically, if there was two Seattle teams or two Houston teams, do you think anybody's gonna go to the USFL game even in the summer? I don't. Yeah. I really don't think so. Like, I bet you if this like this league's happening, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, I bet you the NFL draft has more viewers than <laughs> the, any wow. USFL game. Wow. Yeah. And Ro- Roger Goodell's at- boo squad, as I call it, the NFL draft. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at the uh, teams right now, and they chose like some odd markets, like some. If I were them, Birmingham, I Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing I, is, the I only thing I could expect from that is they're playing off college football. Yeah. Yeah. Alabama, Alabama football will have more viewers than them in my I opinion. Like, oh, I, I mean, that's, oh, that's, that's not an opinion. That's a fact, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> I would have targeted markets that like don't have an NFL team in general. But they mm-hmm. got like the Philadelphia team, the Pittsburgh team, they got Tampa, New Orleans, Houston, New Jersey, and Birmingham, I think might let be. Me, let me ask you something. Though. Do they have? Is there a St. Louis theme team on, no, uh, on six, the list? No. No. What the, why go to St. Louis? They're missing a team right now. Exactly. Exactly. Like target bigger markets that don't have a football team, and maybe you'll have a chance. But like, I just don't see why. I don't know. Yeah. Over to you, I don't Matt. think it's. I don't think it's really a good idea. First off, um, I talking about my another story next. Yeah, go for it. We're talking about football, talking about names. Recently, today, bum, 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 bum. yeah, the Washington football team chose a name, and oh. it was oh, boy. oh, I haven't heard about this. What is it? Boy, <laughs> this was a great name. Boy, oh. what a name. Um, they chose Take Command as the hashtag on Twitter, and the oh. name Commanders? is the Washington Commanders. Oh, wow. It's a, abs- it's a terrible name. They took it from you, a, Really? From a, from an XFL, they took it from a different NFL, not an NFL, they took it from a different football team. When you go to this, it's the San Antonio. Did their logo come out yet? 
No, it, they're they're having the same logo of the W. Their jerseys came out. Their jerseys don't look too bad. Um, I do not like the name at all. It's a terrible name in my opinion. I it's terrible. For two years, you couldn't. Who would win in a fight? The Commanders on, or the Guardians? <laughs> yeah, right. You couldn't land on Commanders for two years. I could have chose Commanders for you in like an hour. It's commit commanders that's such a basic name i think they should have gone with the red tails that was i think it would have been like a good like arc like how you have in a tv show where okay they changed their name because the redskins people were offended i i get it i personally from a from a blackhawks fan perspective they as long as they're like... giving back to the native american community it's not a big deal but then they choose the red tails which if anybody doesn't know world war ii the red tails were a um an african-american piler, piler pilot pilot group group a fighter they did some amazing things yeah their logo looks like honestly like an mls soccer club Mm -hmm. it looks like a like a pizza logo that you put on like a brick house pizza yeah Yeah. interesting commanders that's exciting i'm really like i'm like it's cool like a different name different team like basically yeah and their jerseys are actually kind of nice so but the name is just yeah so you said it takes two years and I, i i just made a joke about it the Cleveland Indians, right? You can think about what you think. You can think what you want about the change, but they changed it immediately. They went mm-hmm. from the Indians and said, "All right, next season we're going to finish up the season as the Indians, and then we're going to go to the, Gar- the Cleveland Guardians, right? We change the logo, different design, things like that." Why did it take? Why couldn't if if the Washington if the Washington Redskins wanted to change their name, why couldn't they do it immediately? Why did they have to wait this long? Right, like two years, and you land on commanders. It's, it's I don't think. I don't think. I, I don't think landing on commanders is the. Pro- I. I like. I like the name commanders personally. I just don't understand why it took them so long. They had a couple names floating around the table. Um, I personally for two think, years. I just yeah, that's a big, yeah. That's a big table if it's floating around for right. two years. Well, the thing is, they didn't know if they were going to keep Washington Football Team as a name. Yeah. Which I'm glad they. Did I don't it. think. Fo- I don't think football team is a terrible name, but like I it think it's horrible. Was, so yeah, I'll you should it. not I'll keep that. Yeah, it's a very it. you know what Washington football team is a very good temporary name. It's a very good yeah, temporary for one name. season, not two for one season. But do not like if they were considering keeping that forever, and I just don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, no. Commanders, I'm not convinced that it's going to be that great because if you're going to go Commanders, that's I when I think of a commander, I think of like a military official, and then next thing you know, people are going to be like, I'm offended because I don't like military, and then it's, it's a whole new ordeal. But if you choose like Red Tails. Who's going to be offended by the World War II fighter squadron that was all African-Americans that, like, did great things for the U.S.? Um, like, the that's people, just the, the, the people they shot down, obviously. Man. Yeah, God, right. <laughs> Clearly. Oh oh no. Caleb, over to you. All right. Speaking of getting shot down and, uh, you know, catastrophic stuff, the AFCON is soon to be wrapping up this week. Uh, I think one of the games are going on right now. Uh, let's see. The tournament had the following. Uh, a, a defender went in goal due to COVID and he let one goal in because his, he had his hands tied behind or not tied, but he had his hands behind his back as if he was still a defender when he was <laughs> filling in for net. Wow. Um, wow. <laughs> there, there's more. There's definitely more because on a coaching standpoint, you appreciate the dedication. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, mean, <laughs> it, I mean, this AFCON, the African Cup of Nations had everything, it had comedy upsets, great feats of athleticism the refs were running around like cartoon characters like high knees and all of it uh let's see what else oh the ref called the game off five minutes early and had the teams get off the field only for them to be called back and replay the five minutes wow but they couldn't find the referee that ended the game because he had already left what what did he what do you think he did he went because he obviously knew the game wasn't over he went Vanished. somewhere he he you think, you think he's dead you think someone killed him on the way out <laughs> <laughs> the twilight zone <laughs> 40 minutes into the tournament a man got obliterated and a red card was handed out wow this is this sounds like a fun league <laughs> the, the stream of one of the tournament games had copyrighted itself on youtube <laughs> <laughs> what they played the wrong national anthem for one of the teams, uh, Marciana. Is this like a high? That's is this like a group of like high school teams? Like no, this turn, is the African Cup of Nations. This is a this professional is, league, yeah, right? No. Okay, this I'm just professional thinking. players from Africa coming to represent their country, and Isn't all this, this like, is happening. 
the World Cup qualifiers, kind of. Basically, yeah. This yeah, is like basically. the CONCACAF, but for Africa. Yeah, uh, What else? Oh, one man left the game on a stretcher just to roll out and run back onto the pitch seconds after. He had oh, him. I've had a situation they like that. <laughs> Oh my god! Years they gave ago. him the, the they gave him the Michael's secret stuff from Space Jam. <laughs> right. So years ago, years ago, I went to go see a Chicago Fire game. Years and years ago, and I sat pretty low down in the section, and I, it was it was at Toyota Stadium. It was really Cause, cool because tickets um, were six bucks. Yeah. Yeah, it was actually really cool. Um, I think it, I forget who they played, but I'm pretty sure Wayne Rooney was there, and like he was taking pictures. Oh yeah, when he everybody. played. Yeah, was this when he played yeah. the Galaxy? Yeah. Yeah. So like Wayne Rooney, really my cool. favorite soccer player of all time, by the way. You have to know. Um, it was pretty cool. It there was this player. He had he got he went down four times. And the first time he went down, he kind of sat there and I was like, okay, he just won a foul. Like I do the same thing. He gets up, he plays game. Second time he went down, he laid down there and he, trainers came out, but he didn't come off the field. And it was like, okay, like or like he came off the field, but he went back on. And it was like, okay, cool. Third time he went down, the stretcher came out. And then he stood up, and they didn't need a stretcher. And at this point, the fans are just, like, booing it. Like, they're throwing stuff. <laughs> and the fourth time he went down, he actually got carried off the stretcher. But, like, there was some reason. They couldn't take him, like, right out the way. They had to, like, walk around the stadium or, like, around the track. So, like, all the fans could yell at this guy and stuff. And then he gets to the exit. And he stands up and runs back on the field. <laughs> this sounds this this sounds like a Three Stooges cartoon almost. <laughs> like 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 this is something you would see on like slapstick comedy from like the thirties. Mm-hmm. It was <laughs> like a Charlie very, Chaplin type thing. Like I just hear like like I was I was looking at my dad who took me to the game. I was just like, is this happening? He's like, this is so weird. We're never going to a game again. And we we've only been to two games after that. Three, I'm sorry, three games, three professional soccer games after that. Right. But there's, it was it was very funny. <laughs> yeah, there's more because a player took his uh, lineup picture with a gold watch on. You know the lineups? Yeah, yeah. Wait, there's more. Ice on the wrist and ice in the veins, man. You got to love it. You have to love it. Uh, no, man, didn't like hey, soccer, see that. Soccer and... tournaments are temporary. Drip is forever. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> Uh, minnows like Sierra Leone and Comoros, which has like you know, which is a fishing nation, beat mm-hmm. like Nigeria. So, dude, Nigeria's team is supposed to be really good this year, too. Yeah, they're supposed to be, but no, it and also <laughs> Senegal just beat Burkina Faso. Oh, Senegal, they did, yeah. So, they're gonna Ooh. play either Cameroon or Egypt, yeah. Soon, Cameroon which... and Cameroon versus Egypt tomorrow at one. That will actually be pretty entertaining to yeah, watch. So... Yeah, Egypt's Egypt's uh pretty good. Do you know who Salah's playing? Yeah, I think he's. I think he. Okay, is. cool. They don't have the lineups posted yet, but he's been he's been playing all tournaments. So unless I missed the injury, or he, he's probably. Playing, and he's but... been he's been really good for um, Liverpool too. He's having a great yeah. season. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, this but... Afcon the is the gift that keeps on giving. It has comedy and everything in between. So and is there anything? Any other stories around? Just want to talk I about. I so. mean, Brady, Brady's done. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Brady's Brady. done. Brady. Hanging it up. Mm. Hanging crazy. the helmet. Crazy. Yeah. Greatest. A good, illustrious career. Story. Greatest. I mean, you 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 won them. Um, I think you you know you mentioned it earlier, and I kind of had to be reminded of it. A lot of people forgot about the cheating scandal. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people forgot about that. A lot of people it, forgot he was drafted like 162. It was 199. Yeah, like 199. Yeah. You, you know, if you're Tom Brady, if you're a Tom Brady fan. You want him to go out on a high note. You want him to end on a Super Bowl ring, get that eighth win, and then he can wear him a four four fingers like he's the Mandarin. But um, no, I mean seven Super Bowl rings. You can't you can't deny the guy is is the. I'm not even gonna say one of them. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. Simple as that. Absolutely, he is. So, John, you said going out on a high note. One thing I want to point out: with the most defining moment in Tom Brady's career, in my opinion. Um, top two, probably second, is when Drew Bledsoe got hurt and Brady never gave the starting job back. And number one is a 27-3 and three comeback in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Greatest Super Bowl of all time. One of them, at least in my opinion. Um, Not for the Falcons. The only, after the Falcons. <laughs> um, the only thing that I want to point out, you said, ends on a high note. They were down 
uh, when they played the when they played the Rams, they were down twenty-seven to three, and Brady came back yet again. He said, I'm, but listen, this time listen, he said he was going to. This go time guns- he lost. Yeah, he said he was going to go guns blazing, and I respect and that. It, it was just so. It was like he lost after he came back twenty-three and seven a second time. It was like it was like the circle of life. It completed, and it just. It was. I was looking. I was like, "Oh my! Like, oh my! Like, wow!" If you're, it was if you're the Rams, the- <laughs> if you're the Rams, like, what are you thinking? Like, you beat Tom Brady and then he retires. Like, what? What's got to be your? What's your locker room feeling like? Then? Did you see what Jalen Ramsey said? He said what's Tom Brady threw his last touchdown pass at me. <laughs> so, but it it was yeah, interesting. Yeah, good. Um, All right. I'm glad he, he had a good career. So. All right, and speaking right. of good endings. This is the end of no games uh, scheduled. I've been Caleb. I've been here with uh, John and Matt. Jim, Jim's here too. Jim, Jim's, Jim's here too. Yeah. Jim, I don't know. I don't know why I said Jim. You know but... what? We're gonna. That's gonna be the intro for now. I'm, I'm joined by Matt, Caleb, John, and Jim is also here. It's gonna be the figurehead of. It's gonna be the mascot. Yo, the mascot of no games. Scheduled. The mascot. Yeah. Yo, the dude on the the dude on the cover of our logo. His name's Jim. We just. Oh yeah. We, we just decided it, Jim. Jim, no game. Jim, no game. All right. All right. See you later.